We can't unsend that Valentine's email that landed you in sensitivity training. Tommy just brought me into his office and whipped out his opinion. But we can make the rest of the day better. WCHV. Working five to nine, making something of your own now. And it feels so fine to build a business from your know-how. Gonna move ahead, and there's nothing that you can't do when you listen to that little voice inside you. Joe Thomas in the morning. We got Mike Allers checking in from the campaign trail, Senate District 28, north of Charlottesville there. But Charlie is hanging on at 434-964-1075. Good morning, Charlie. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning, Tom. How are you, sir? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. What's up? I, I believe that the summer of 2017 in Charlottesville was a rehearsal or January 6, 2021. Nothing happens in politics just by chance. Nothing. And if, if, so, if people don't believe that this is an organized effort to destroy America as we know it, they're not looking at reality. Well, even worse than that, Charlie, it's to, it's in order to convince us to destroy America because we, because the only way to get rid of America when, when it's the country based on our choices is to make our choice, uh, suicide. It, it is, you know, for us to call the political version of Dr. Jack and say, that's it, I'm done. And, and I just don't want to get herded there yet. And that's exactly why the riot, they didn't know when the riots of 2020 were going to happen, but they were prepared for the opportunity. Well, is that why, so is I'm that why, you. is that why we haven't had any special congressional hearings about all the 500 riots that took place across 2020, but we did about January 6th? We didn't, we didn't have congressional hearings in January 6th. We had a group of people that all they did was promulgate the evidence that they wanted to show right. the American people. But there you, wasn't a fair hearing. But There's you knew that no at the onset. legal court in, in America would accept our findings, Joe. What, what I wonder is, you know, why did it take Kevin McCarthy so long to release these? Because you knew, I knew on January, you know, whatever it was, when after the first episode of the January 6th hearings aired, I said, there's more here. I mean, why is this so heavily edited uh, there? And, and it brought well, up my point about security video. you got you got to think of the way the Capitol runs when one party runs yeah. as the House. It's quite possible that he was not able to obtain those videos until, until he took over. And Think about said, it. Yeah, no, you're right. Well said, Charlie. Thank you, sir. Let me get to uh, let me get to uh, Mike calling in from the campaign trail. You have a blessed morning, sir. God bless, Joe. Uh, Mike Allers is running. Uh, he's an educator uh, and uh, former law enforcement there, and he's, uh, according to his staff, uh, he he's got something to say about January sixth, or at least what we're now learning about it. Uh, Mike, first off, for, foremost, good to hear from you again. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Joe. Thank you. Up early, um, getting things done, uh, meeting tons of folks, getting uh, really our volunteer base is growing nicely. Quite a few of the volunteers, though, it's interesting. They reached out to two campaigns, mine and my opponents, and I communicated with them, and they're on board. It's really interesting. Some of them are just testing the waters. Um, 
no, 58 days in a wake-up. To right. our firehouse primary. That's right. So, so, so um, you know, and again, give your website for people who you know listen to us and they want to find out more about you before I bury the lead. Sure. Allers for Thanks, Joe. And you got uh, three minute here, and then we'll have more time after the news. But so, what what is this about January sixth that you were bringing up? You know, Joe, as we come out with more January sixth information and how folks jumped the gun on limited information that they were provided. I mean, look at that, that, that shaman, what he's in prison right now, and all the, all the information that comes out shows that we illegally imprison these people without discovery materials. But look at my opponent and what he did to one of his fellow senators, Amanda Chase, based on limited information, based on uh, the January 6th things, her exercising her freedom of speech. Just not okay, folks. He, he, cens- he censured her based on her actions, which were completely legal. She went there, spoke her mind, and left. This is what America does now. We so, take advantage of the. You know, go ahead. Well, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just following up. Um, you know, so the Senate voted in, uh, I guess, uh, January 27th. Uh, on uh, censuring Senator Chase for being in D.C. Mm-hmm. on January. And I remember covering it because it was the same thing uh, that now is befalling me because I was at the corner of 4th and Market Street. People are saying I'm a white supremacist because I was there covering a news story. Um, and and just by being there, uh, you can have that aspersion. Scaling. But w- did did Senator Reeves lead that or are you uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the vote on that i i thought uh it was john bell that sponsored the resolution he jumped in on it as a republican uh senator reeves which is just something you don't do to a colleague especially given the fact that there were other members of the general assembly there that day not going to mention them that went uncensured so how do you just, how do you punish one for the first time since like what the Civil War and then not others? So it's just not, you don't join in on something that's, uh, a bit of a headhunting there mm-hmm. just to go after, uh, a colleague like Amanda Chase, who is an outspoken non-establishment, uh, politician. So just those kinds of things, the actions of the folks that day and the way the media portrayed it. And what's coming out now on Tucker is just something we got to revisit and clear the names of folks who were unfairly scrutinized, censured, or punished. Would it's you just got to go away? It's not, go ahead. Well, I'm, I've got to run to the news here. Mike Allers, would you sponsor legislation that would remove that censure real quick before we have to go? I definitely would. I right. definitely would. Sir. Ha- hang on with us. We'll, we'll continue on this in a moment. He's not even speaker of his own house, but he does okay for us. The shootout in the Belmont Corral. Joe Thomas. It. Weekday mornings on Seville 1075 FM and 1260 AM. Joe Thomas in the morning. Yeah, I, I feel that way, too, sometimes. That's what we do here. Uh, it is the spoken word format. But uh, as we uh, rise up this morning, uh, we're visiting with Mike Allers, running for the Virginia Senate, uh, making the case that uh, his opponent was one of the votes in favor of censuring uh, Senator Amanda Chase uh, for being a participant in the rally uh, outside of the uh, White House on January 6th, 220. 
and uh, you know, so so I want to pick up on that, Mike, uh, because I was outspoken on January seventh, Mike, and uh, and uh, on January seventh, I said very clearly, I thought the president made a, an enormous error. There was already a crowd of some some undisclosed people outside of the Capitol. He should have just kept all of his rally participants right there and said, you know, they can hear us from all the way down here. You know, Chris Stapleton's going to come out and sing a song or do something rather than suggest that they go uh, join this strange, odd, random group of people that were already standing outside the Capitol building. Uh, I just thought he made some tactical errors by allowing his opponents this kind of ammunition. Uh, and and I'm, I, people disagree with me, and that's fine. Um, but I certainly didn't think Amanda Chase being censured by the Senate was a good idea either. Have you spoken to Senator Reeves about this, or would you debate him about this subject? You know, uh, as far as when it comes up, people... They, they try to, they tack on besides January, uh, six, they tack on a whole bunch of other things. If you read the actual censure, it goes back to different things she said on social media. It goes back to, uh, things she felt when she announced her run for governor. All those kinds of things they put into the rationale, uh, about the censure. So they try to make it like it's not just about January 6th, as if it was just the tip of the iceberg. And, uh, you know, that removed her seniority. Uh, they used the whole thing, her inflammatory rhetoric or, or speech, whatever it is. But every time she opens her mouth, as far as what she says or what, you know, has her right to say, it's just freedom of speech. And if you're going to constrain a senator's freedom of speech, it's not too far distant that they're going to target ours. Like the, you know, these, these different bills that are now floating trying to say that certain speech is hate speech, et cetera, you know? So I, as far as uh, Reeves, as far as us debating, there was a forum last week. I don't know if you were aware of that in Spotsylvania. I expected him to show up. He had agreed to show up. Um, I did. Uh, Matt Strickland did. And uh, Steve Maxwell, running for sheriff. And all three of our opponents didn't show up. There were three empty seats. And so we had a forum without them. It wound up going pretty well. They had straw poll. I got 94% of the vote in Bryce's backyard. So <laughs> go figure. Um, you were there. Uh, People reward you for showing up. Sometimes, you know, half the battle is just showing yeah. up. Isn't that what they said? 90, 90% of success, right? <laughs> so, but, um, but is this a bigger, forward, we, is this a bigger issue though about the authority and, and Attorney General Miaris is in the green room waiting to come on? I want to address this with him as well. This issue of justice and, and manipulating justice. And we're, we're in a state where law enforcement can take your private property away from you, uh, without you even being convicted of a crime under civil asset forfeiture. I, I think there needs to be, and, and of course it becomes a third rail. If you say that, that we need to look at law enforcement and make sure that justice is what's being served, uh, somehow you get castigated either as being uh, you know one side or the other rather than just saying you know in support of the men and women who get into a squad car i want justice to be served i don't want a commonwealth's attorney ignoring a carjacker in one uh, municipality and and then uh, censuring senators and others uh, because of giving a speech so we need to get justice back into a a square and and i'm just tapping back into your history in law enforcement when you when you put the badge on, you wanted to know 
you know, that, that the rules were the rules, and, and if you caught somebody breaking those rules, they were going to be adjudicated, right? Well, you know, the, the uniformity of law, the rule of law, really, I, I mean, it sounds trite, but it should be colorblind, it should be status-blind, it should be position-blind. We need to, you know, uphold the rule of law. And I'm sure Attorney General Mayoris, as far as being the top cop, would agree with that. We need to make sure that everyone has the same shot and everyone's treated correctly and uh, fairly. And you wearing a badge, all our folks out there in law enforcement, need to know that the folks of the higher-ups, including uh, attorney, the, the attorney general, have their backs. And they can't be sitting there having any trepidation when they're doing proactive policing. Mm -hmm. And it's just something, that whole Ferguson effect really has taken root. You couple that with the defund the police, it's a big problem. So these folks are just feeling, you know, like, like anyone else is. You know, when you look at, you know, this bill that the, the Senate just debated on as far as up in Washington, D.C., looking to kind of back off on some of their criminality up in there in D.C., mm -hmm. and the way everybody came together suddenly in a bipartisan fashion to say, oh, no, that can't happen, right? Yeah, funny that. It, it just reminds me, excuse me? Funny that. I did. It just reminds me of the fact that, you know, it's like one of those signs, drive like your kid lived here. So the, all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden Congress is, Vested in how the law should be in D.C. because that's where they spend their time. Yeah, well, that's you know, true. So, yeah, you know them from so that. What's one, the website again, Mike? It's allersforvasenate.com. God bless you, sir. Good luck with the chase. All right, thanks. I talk to you later, Joe. Thank you, sir.